Australia. How you going? You well? I hope so. Tell you what, you made Jimmy's running, running on fumes. Jesus. Anyway, this is NBA Australia. I am your host, James Clements. I'm a, what, editor? I'm the editor of CodeBet. You might know that. CodeBet.com.au. Go check that out. You might also see me on Fox Sports Labs NBA with my man, Ben Dixon. You can check that out anywhere. It's good times. Uh... I'm also a writer. I do a lot of stuff. That's what I do now. <laughs> you can see me in the paper every day as well. Oh, jeez. Good times. Anyway, I'm here at Larry Yama Studios on the weekend. Oh, yeah. Old mate's loving this. Uh, hanging out, giving you the lowdown. All the internet's eBay season. We're three days in. Chaos everywhere. I'm loving it. I'm just back in my element. Just a pig in shit, I'll tell you that much. Uh, we're here repping Australia a bit. That's what we do. We don't take things too seriously on this year's show. But we do take basketball very seriously, don't we? Yes. Yes, we do. <laughs> We're going to fly through some game wraps from the first three days. We've got a juicy slap of that. It's not a knife. Oh, mate. No, mate. Spot of the night. Better than Lonzo Ball. Dickhead of the week. It's all back. Uh, we've got, yeah, Nazi unpopular opinion. Now back take. Yes, we're serving up a flame girl take. And we'll do some, what, a Shane Hill shoot a shoot shoot your shot light him up award. And a pick and preview for, I reckon, the next couple of days worth of uh, games. We'll finish off. I believe, with a diary of Stephen Adams. Good times, great memories. It's NBA Australia, episode 850. Let's go. This is Joe Ingalls, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Watch out for the shark attack. Ah, you better, especially with Chuck Barkley. Good to see uh, Kenny and Shaq basically locked and loaded and with the uh, quips basically in the holster, ready to fire at Barkley. There was that great moment, I think, uh, Coach Popovich was once going to tell me, and they just both launched into him. That's <laughs> crazy. Ah, it's just good to have inside the NBA back in my life. And the NBA in general. Right, let's get into today's show the way we start every show here at NBA Show with a daily whip around. Oh, did you get it, man? It's a whip. It's a whip sound because it's a whip around. Yeah, good one, Jimmy. No bird, bro. Uh, what an awesome three days to start off the season. We got Kawhi back. <laughs> Drinking alkali and whatever. But uh, I don't know, Ben Simmons, Zion, John Wall, Kawhi. <laughs> Dame, like it's just, it just sort of shows you like the last couple of years, post-COVID, just the sheer toll it's taken on some of these teams and some of these players and how bereft we've been as Hoops fans for the actual sort of, you know, top-end talent out there doing its thing, just missing like a huge swathe of players. It's been shit. But it feels like we're at a pretty good spot right now. So I'm enjoying this immensely, I'll tell you that much. Because, uh, you know, one of the big things that we've gotten from the first three days is that... The Lakers stink! They do. Utah was a bit frisky, wasn't it? That was a bit weird. But we got Jam and Jamal Murray back. We got Michael Porter Jr. back. It's just that sheer amount of quality out there. And then you look at the Lakers and they stink. The Lakers stink! It's great. Uh, what else? Oh, Tony Brown. Uh, NBA official passed away. He had uh, was a pancreatic cancer, so... Ugh, prayers up for the family. That sucks. He was a really good, really good ref, one of the better ones out there. So it's a real, real shame. And um, it was good to see the NBA sort of across the board 
yesterday, sort of have uh, the tributes to Tony. So there you go. Throw them out there for Tony. Uh, right, what else? Not a giant amount of other news, really. It's kind of just like, all right, well, the NBA season started. Let's go. <laughs> That's kind of how I've gone about it, too. Um, we've had some great games. Say what, the Sixers? Oh, trouble Town already. Right, let's do some game wraps. Game wraps, game wraps, game wraps, game wraps, game wraps, game wraps. That's right, going back to Wednesday. The 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 has got schmuckered by the Celtics. Schmuckered. 126, 118. Harden was looking good early, but I'll tell you what, this was the thing that I sort of uh, landed in my pick for this game is that the Celtics, just that perimeter depth, bringing in Brogdon, just having a little bit more class on the perimeter, really screwed up the Sixers, who, with all the new moving parts, you're like, that's good in the long run. It's going to make the start of the season a bit sticky, and that's exactly where we landed. Uh, so that was a really good win for the Celtics opening up their ledger, and the Warriors beat the absolute but Jesus out of the Lakers, because the Lakers... The Lakers stink! They really do. 123-109, Steph dropping in bombs, dropping, dropped in, what, four threes at the end of that? That was great. And I might have won your mad Jimmy some money. And then the big slate, the first slate with most of the rest of the teams, we had the Pistons holding off the Magic Men 113-109. Jaden Ivey up against Paolo Banquero. What a great matchup this was. Paolo was awesome, 27-9-5 for him. Pistons get a big win. Uh, don't know how good they're going to be the rest of the year. It's nice to have that feel-good story and just to get that first home win under your belt, isn't it? Isn't it? And Bojan, Bojan Bogdanovic looked great. Tell you what, gets a little bit of shine, Bojan. Off he goes. He's my mate. Uh, the Wizards beat the Pacers 114-107. Tyrese Halliburton looking good for the Pacers. Just saying, most improved player of the year. Keep an eye on Tyrese. He's going to have the ball in his hands a lot, a lot. It's going to be a lot. Anyway, Wizards win at 114-107. Weird game, weird team. The Hawks hold off the Rockets. That's a beautiful cover. We think I think we had them at plus 10. Uh, the Hawks 117-107. KPJ, Jalen Green, Jabari Smith. The Rockets going to be fun this year. The Hawks also, a bit of defense. You'd love to see that. I mean, they gave up 107 to the Rockets, but they held them off down the stretch. DeJounte Murray looks wicked. One of those dudes who's like, yeah, finally he's got a bit of shine. Everyone's going to realize, oh, fuck, he's good. So like, yeah. He's an all-star. He's great. So, Trey Young has 23 and 13 assists. DeJounte Murray has 20 points and 11 assists with five steals. Uh, the weirdest part was they combined ago, I think it was like 2 or 14 from 3. Not ideal. But when you got John Cullen, just a tall cocktail, dropping in 24 and 8, and DeAndre. Hannah! Love him! 22. He is unreal. And there's just like a sort of solid vibe to that Hawks team now with DeJunte Murray giving him a little bit of defensive nows that I fucking love. Nyekara Kongwe, the 13-9, and nine, that was awesome. Kind of like the, I really like the look of that Hawks team. Just saying. Pelicans beat the shit out of the Nets. Who saw this one coming, Jimmy? Oh, everybody. <laughs> this was a shit show. Oh, the Nets. It was never going to be good. I was heavy on the pals. Uh, Zion goes out there with a 25 and 9. 28 for Spindles Ingram. 15 and 13 for My Name is Jonas Valentinus. CJ McCollum just sort of filling in the gaps. And this is the perfect sort of recipe. CJ just fills in the gaps with 21, 4 and 6, 3 steals. They can just get you at every level. The problem is, and Trey Murphy drops in 16 as well, 4 threes. 
The problem is like the Nets, because they don't have that defensive depth and Simo's like, you know, failing out in the first 23 minutes of his uh, return with a 4-5-5. Five, and five. Thanks for coming, Box Hill, Benny. My biggest problem with this Nets team is that Kyrie just might be shit house. Seriously, 15-5. and five. He went 6-19, of 6 from downtown. He might just be shit. Like, we all know he's a loose unit and an absolute fuckwit, but he might also just be kind of a bit bad when you're like, oh, we need to rely on you to help us win basketball games, Kyrie. He's like, hey, man, have you thought about what winning basketball games actually means? He's like, yeah, fucking scoring more than the other team, you idiot. Anyway. <laughs> Apparently, I needed to get that off my chest. Anyway, they fucking killed him. One thirty, one oh eight. The Bulls held off the Heat two one sixteen, one oh eight. This is a great game. Tim DeRozan there, thirty seven and nine. He just hasn't missed a beat from last year. Uh, Jimmy Butts had twenty four and eight. But look, Heat at home. Just a little bit worried about that team. Just so. Raptors, this was awesome. Big come from behind win against the Cavaliers. Oh, geez, the Cavs. Where are they from? Cleveland. You better believe it. Uh, Donnie Mitchell, 31 in his debut for the Cavs. And the Raps did what they do all the time. Just a nice, well-rounded sort of attack from everybody. Blah, 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 blah. The problem for the Cavs is Darius Rucker, Judy Garland, and my sweet baby Karis LeVert couldn't hit the fuck inside of a barn and combined for 14 points. When you're getting outscored between the two of you by Chetty the Jedi Osman, off the bench for the uh, Cavs, not great. Uh, but the Raps, I mean, it was 23 from Siakam, but it's the classic. Like, every starter goes to double figures. You get a little enough off the bench, and boom, you win the game. Seriously, it's 23 for Siakam, 18 for OG, the OG Ananobi, 15 for Scobe, Scotty Barnes, 15 for Fred Van Vliet, the Fighting Van Vliet's, and Gary Terrence, Trent Darby Jr. had 19 too. See? That's why the Raptors are going to win a shit ton of games this season. Listen to you, mate, Jim, right now. Just saying, just saying. Uh, the Knicks Grizzlies overtime. This game was fucking psycho. It was seven to four in the overtime. Grizzlies one fifteen one oh three. Ja Morant gets them just over the hump. Uh, broke my heart. I think we had them at plus four and cost. Uh, no, we had them at minus four and uh, cost the uh, the code bet crew <laughs> a little bit of coin in, in the end of it. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Anyway, but good win for the Grizzlies. Ja is just fucking amazing. The charge call that he had late. Pretty crazy, but Jalen Brunson in his new digs. Tell you what, just adds that like a weird sort of uh, sort of dimension to this Knicks team that they really need of just like squirrely point guard. It can kind of do a lot of shit. And Cam Reddish looked fucking unreal. He had twenty two. Julius Randle looks like a man reborn, but you know who knows how long that'll last. Uh, but great game, enjoyed that. The Knicks. We'll talk about them later. Fun times, great memories. Enjoying that. Thunder put up a fight against the Wolves. Um, made this a game, but then sort of just lost it down the stretch, which is sort of the perfect way to go about things if you're the uh, Thunder this year, right? 115-108, they lose. I had 23 and 16 his debut for the Wolverinos. Enjoyed this. Uh, obviously, Gids, he yeah, was all right. 14-11-4 for our man Gids. Uh, but... I mean, Ant-Man couldn't hit anything. He went 4-17 in that game. D-Lo at 20 uh, with four turnovers and two assists. The classic D-Lo. Carl Anthony Towns couldn't hit anything, and they still fucking won. This is what the sort of move for Rudy Gobert does for a team, though, right? It lifts your floor, where you can have two of your main dudes go, what, a combined 6 of 27. That's not good! And you can still win the game because you've got defensive nous out there. You've got just size. And uh, that was a great game. Good win for the Wolves. Take that every day of the week. 
had to uh, had to actually come back and actually win that probably because I think it was tied going into the fourth quarter. So good stuff. Uh, Hornets smashed the Spurs, uh, 129-102. This was like uh, one of those moments where, oh, yeah, everyone on the Spurs is uh, half decent but also not very good. And the Hornets had enough talent there. The Yaz absolutely surprisingated the Denver Nuggets out of the gate too. They put up like, what was it, 75 or something, I think, on them in the first half and just cruised. The sex man had 20 off the bench. He was awesome. Nikola Jokic, hello, couldn't really do enough. And it's like, hang on a second. The Jazz are trying to guard him with, like, nobody. <laughs> this is just just a little bit of chaos. He went 12 of 17. He had 27, 4 and 6. No one else was really helping him out there. Michael Porter Jr. had 5 of 10 shooting, 5 of 13 for Jam and Jamal. But it was like everybody else where you're like, oh, I thought we'd get more out of Bones Island and Bruce Brown in this game. Did not happen, really. While, yeah, the sex man had his 20. Walker Kessel was really good. Vanderbilt's awesome. He had 12 rebounds in 18 minutes. And, you know, between Kelly Olenek, Markin, and Vanderbilt, they've kind of got a couple of big enough bodies that they sort of slow down Joker. So Anyway, weird game. Uh, the Nuggets won't lose too many more like that, I reckon. The Jazz won't win too many more like that. Suns-Mavs was awesome. Suns came from massive, 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 massive behind sort of, uh, well, then 22, I think it was. Luca ends up with 35, 9, and 6. Damian Lee got him over the hump. Suns run away with it, 107, 105. Absolute chaos game. And then Blazers beat the Kings, 115, 108. Um, I mentioned this on Fox Sports Lab, that uh, the Blazers, I think all the doom and gloom going into the season, it's more of a case of like, well, if Jeremy Jeremiah Grant can give them something, like that's another new addition that sort of slides under the radar, but... Talk about fixing what ails you. Like a dude who can sort of do it on both ends. Like, he's the dude. He is that guy, man. <laughs> so that's a big win and a good win. So great shit. And then uh, yesterday, the other two games, we had Bucks, Sixers, 90 to 88. Bucks, hold on. <laughs> Where's Matthews with the heroics down the stretch? This game was absolutely fucking bonkers, wasn't it? And uh, Bucks, hold on for a big win. And the Clippers... Speaking of holding on, 103.97, cover the spread with a couple of late free throws in those last two seconds. Uh, LeBron James is 20-10-6, but uh, Rusty was a horrible, horrible shit show. We'll get to that in a second because those are all the games. There's been a few today as well, um, but we'll wrap all those up when we do the next show. Just say, just say. There's been a couple of good ones. Pelicans beating the Hornets off to a flyer. Just saying. Keep an eye on them. They're going to bump up again later. And the Spurs, out of nowhere, are up 10 on Indy at the moment. So, good times. Absolute chaos. Right, let's get into it. Let's do some NBA Australia Awards from the first three days. Oh, it's just good to be back. Because, what is it? It's the NBA Australia approved performance of the night. <laughs> That's not a knife. That's a knife. Uh, it is a knife. Let's cast down, like, you know, vibes back to opening night because Tatum and Brown were absolutely immense in that game against uh, the Sixers. And it was the exact sort of, you know, setup that I talked about going into that game where on the perimeter, Harden goes off. He has 35. Embiid has 26 and 15 and 5. Harris has 18. And Maxi has 21, and nobody else does a fucking thing. Boston just handled it. It was great. 35 and 35 for Brandon Tatum. 15 for Grant Willie, who hit all five of his shots. 16 for El Presidente. And they go away with it. But Brown and Tatum just had a bit of pep in their step, and I really enjoyed that game because it was very much like a fuck you. We made the finals last year. Like, blow it out your ass. We're good. Fuck off. Check this out. 
Everyone's going to yell about the Clippers and those, that sort of wing duo, but I think Tatum and Brown might be, uh, this might be the year that they just go, right, nah, we run this. Uh, and I mentioned Ja Morant, the 34-4-9 for him, pulling it off in overtime. That was such a crazy game. It's one of those things where you go, yeah, like Ja leads by example, Ja does everything. Ja wins you the game. Ja also sort of, you know, Tries his hardest to lose games sometimes. But Santi Aldama was awesome with his 18 and 11. Desmond Brown at his 16. But I enjoyed the Jar experience just in the absolute extreme and gets them the win down the stretch. It was just really, really, really forceful, which is kind of the best way to sort of talk about Jar, right? He plays forcefully. We know that. So he sets up uh, Brandon Clark for the, uh, the oop that gets him the lead early on in the OT. And they basically just don't slow down from there. Like, Tyus Jones hits a three later on. There's a Jar layup in there, and that's it. That's all the buckets they scored in that entire thing. It was all driven by Jar. They did it all. He was absolutely fantastic. And I'll tell you what, there's like a bunch of other sort of... uh, There was like the run of other dudes, right? Where we had uh, the 37 from DeMar. I mentioned that. Shy Redder Gilgeson Alexander, 32-6-5 and five in the first game for the Thunder. He is unreal. I mentioned Luca's 35-9-6. Looked amazing. Couple of late shots where you're like, oh, is he gassed already? Bro, it's the first game of the season. Uh, Dazza Fox with the 33-7-7. You know I love Darren Fox. Donnie Mitchell with the 31. Uh, we had, what, 28 for Booker. Big win, 32 for KD and a loss to the Pelicans. Uh, but a really, really, really fun start to the season with some huge performances. Like, I mentioned that awesome sort of run by the Raps, that Hawks team. Ah, it's just great to be back, isn't it? Just, as I said earlier, pig and shit. What about, oh, geez, who was the spot of the night? Spud, 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 Spot of the night. Uh, well, you know, Joel Embiid in the second half against the Bucks yesterday. Zero points, 0 for 7. Three turnovers, not ideal. Ben Simmons fell out in 23 minutes in his first uh, Nets game. Pretty cool. Oh, no, but we're going to have to go with the ones who are really fucking horrible. The Lakers stink! That's right, Rusty Westbrook. 0 for 11! Oh, Rusty! Oh, what are you doing, mate? The three that he took late was just... Oh, kissing fingers emoji, wasn't it? <laughs> like, just imagine being in that building and just hearing what the crowd would be just going, no, 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 no. Oh, he shot it. What he did? Do- oh, come on. Like 100% those vibes. There's, uh, talk about, I mean, we could just roll right into, uh, oh, mate, no, mates, because, I mean, we're just going to double up here, aren't we? Oh, mate, no, mate. Oh, mate, no, mate. Oh, mate, no, mate. Old mate, no mates. Old mate, no mates. Who's got no mates today? Well, it's Russell Westbrook, isn't it? Because <laughs> when you go over 11, uh, lose 103.97 to the team that you share a building with, and everybody's ready just to shit on you anyway, and in your 27 minutes you go over 11, oh, of six from downtown. Never been a great three-point shooter, have you, Russell? No. Should you keep shooting then, Russell? Yes. Why, mate? Because I want to. Okay, bro. Okay. Uh, two points. <laughs> two points on 11 shots. Two and two at the line. Three rebounds. Four assists. Five steals a turnover. A minus six. And that last three is just... It was the cap up. The crazy part is, like, in terms of like, the spuds of the night, um, 
you had Westbrook, Nunn, and Pat Bev combined to go one of 25 overall and one of 16 from downtown because Pat Bev went one of seven. And then obviously uh, Chris Nunn, oh, Kendrick, <laughs> Kendrick Nunn, Chris, not Chris Nunn, the other one, Kendrick Lamar Nunn. Jeez, I'm in mid-season form at the moment. Kendrick Lamar Nunn, I love him. Oh, seven and 11 minutes, just beautiful stuff. So, yeah, great times. Good job, the Lakers guards. Um, I mean, 0 for 11 is pretty tough. We've seen dudes go 0 of 17, 13, 12s. 0 for 11, but, man, he just did not look happy. And uh, the old mate No Mates vibe was sort of capped off by his wife jumping on and repurposing that fucking viral tweet from a while ago about the price of water if you buy from this place is $1. If you buy from this place, it's $2. If you get it here, it's 4 If you buy it over there, it's 7 bucks. The thing hasn't changed. It's just where you're at that means how we view your value. So fucking just punch yourself in the face. We all understand that. Ugh. But yeah, when your wife is out there after like game two of the season, A, appreciate it. You got to love that. An old mate stepping up. But also, you're in pretty fucking old mate, no mate's dire straits. If your wife is like going to the mattresses after game two. <laughs> I will tell you that much. Uh, the pantsing tonight was the beautiful, the, the twofer. Was it Harden uh, snapping Tyrese Maxey's ankle? No, not my... Oh, who the fuck was it? Oh, now this is going to kill me. I think it was Giroux. So he smokes him and then airballs the shot. Fast Jimmy Harden. It was such a... Like, he waits there, he stands there, he stands there, launches the shot, and you're like, Harden, you can't airball that shot. That's just... Like, you just can't do it. Like, you can't wait. You can't wait that one. Oh, no, it was against Marcus Smart, wasn't it? It was in game one. Sorry, my uh, my bad trying to remember what the fuck happened in it. And then he airballs it, and you're like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Which is like the double pantsing. Smart gets pantsed with a little bit of a shove by our Harden, but it's all right. And then Harden airballs it. It's a double pantsing. A classic double pantsing of the night. And finally, better than Lonzo Ball. Lonzo was the best player in high school. He was the best player in college. You think you don't get to the pros and be like, I made it to the pros. Now I can be average. We're coming for everybody. Coming for everybody. Uh, it's going to be Paolo. Oh, man, I absolutely love this uh, rookie class anyway. But between Paolo going absolutely ham for the 27 the other day, without taking a three... He goes 11 of uh, 18, no threes attempted. You love to see that sometimes. Just a dude who goes, this is my game. I'm silky. I'm great. Off we go. Thing is, you know, he's a number one pick, so we don't get to see the number two pick uh, this season because Chet is out. But in terms of, like, Jabari Smith as well, holy moly, that dude is just kind of fucking everywhere. And I kind of love it. Like... If there's a player that you could watch, like, sort of uh, end-to-end the, their entire season, so he ends up with 17-7-1, which I think is basically what his college numbers were. Uh, he takes six... He goes 6-17 from the floor. 3-11. Oh, no, here we go. What did he do, Jimmy? What did he shoot? Jabari, it's not only because I love watching you play, but he goes 3-11 from three. What a legend. But I'll tell you what. 
watching him just play is just a fucking delight because you sort of like you can see the outline of what he's going to be in two years, and it's like terrifying. He is so much fun, just so smooth. But between he and Paolo, oh, get excited. Jaden Ivey, I mentioned him earlier. Look, Detroit are going to be sick this year. They're going to have like some sick games where they're horrible. Uh, but he's also just going to be really fun to watch. Just keep your eyes out. He had 19 in his debut against Orlando. They got that win. He was awesome. I love it. Hook me up. This rookie class, all-time vibes. And finally, this one's easy. Dickhead of the week. Dickhead of the week. Uh, it's probably the bloke who had a 20-minute fucking just... I don't know, propaganda video guy. Yeah, when you're at your worst, you learn, you learn some things. Oh, I was sitting with my kids. Look, it's my kids. It's like, all right, Draymond. That doesn't... Because you've got kids and you learned a lesson doesn't mean you're a good bloke. You punch your fucking teammate in the face, you drongo. Oh, but I, I was hanging out with my kids when I found out. I'm not even on Twitter. No one cares. You fucking sized up on a bloke who's way smaller than you and fucking gave him the old one-two Costa Zoo right across the jaw, you shithead. Oh, I'm very contrite. He should have been suspended 10 games. Fuck him. And that guy, anyone who was complicit in that fucking PR video can go fuck themselves. And they're all dickheads of the week as well. Look, I'm all here for Draymond and his mouthy off. I think it's fucking hilarious. But if you're going to punch a teammate in the head who's smaller than you, you can fucking blow that. And then, like, you know, hide behind. Oh, but I'm, I was hugging my kids when I found out. Yeah, great. Doesn't mean you're not a fuckhead. <laughs> Your kids will be like, oh, Dad, don't hit me. Jesus, oh, God. What happened when they see that video, you fucking idiot? Anyway, uh, let's do some Yenars right after this. This is Cam Glidden. This is Anthony Drimmick. This is Mitch McCarran. This is Jason Kiddie. This is Daryl McDonald. Hey guys, this is Hugh Greenwood. Yo, what's going on? This is Ellie. This is Mark Worthington, or commonly known as Wertho, and you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. Let's do some yeah nahs. Brought to you by the NBA Australia Shop. Go get your merch. Go get your merch. Go and do it. You better do it. Better do it. People. Get your merch. Get your merch. Wear it. Get your merch. Get your merch. Get your merch. Get your merch. And if you're feeling good, uh, go check out codebet.com.au. That's uh, my gig. Good times. Lots of uh, NBA stuff at the moment. All right. <clears throat> the Lakers stink, Jimmy. Is it panic trade time? Yeah, nah. Well, they can't trade anybody yet. They've signed everybody in the offseason. And I think this is sort of more the big problem, right? For the Lakers, just that lack of continuity. And so you're firing Vogues. You're just changing that fucking roster over time and time and time again. There is a classic photo of like uh, the AD LeBron title team. And it's like, all right, so who's left? And it's like, nobody. You're like, ah. Oh. So how's that institutional knowledge going? Like, How do you expect like dudes to step in day one and like actually back up uh, your man... LeBron and Anthony Davis. Like, Anthony Davis has been looking pretty bloody good, I'll tell you that much. And of course, every time he hits the ground, you're like, oh, yep, nah, he's dead. Nah, he's dead. He's dead, Jim. Uh, 25 and 8 against the Lakers. 25 times he also grimaced, shook his shoulders, grabbed his hip, did everything. Anyway, 
Uh, there is a panic trade coming, but it won't happen until, what, December when they can trade dudes that they've uh, signed in this offseason. Or they just bite the bullet and get rid of Rusty, uh, who they can trade basically at any time with those picks and go, right, Rob Polinka just signed an extension. He's like, I don't give a fuck about 2027-2029. I'll be fired by then. I might be fired by December, <laughs> even though I just signed my extension. Uh, but there will be a trade. They've got to do something like this. Just, It's a horror show there in LA. And I, for one, love it. Jimmy, are the Pelicans contenders? Yeah, nah. Yeah. I think they might be. I think the West is that flat this year that if you have their sort of combination, that recipe of a big dude who can do a bit, and my name is Jonas Valanciunas, you know, get your boards, get you some buckets here and there, but then the big rig like Zion, Spindles Ingram, the connective tissue of CJ McCollum, like, you're laughing. I kind of fucking love it. I just am delighted every time I watch them. Like, Dyson Daniels is out there not even playing yet, and it's like, yeah, they haven't even had to roll out Jackson Hayes. They're just destroying teams anyway. You know, between Jose Alvarado, Trey Murphy, like they're just deep. They're good. Like the big rig didn't have to do too much today because Jonas just went, right, fuck it. I got 30 and 17. Sucked in. We'll talk about that game in a couple of days. But goddamn, they are because they can sort of throw everything at you. They've got Herb Jones. They've got Larry Nance. They've just got like hustle dudes to build around some of like the big, you know, volume scorers. And that's a great recipe. It'll get them a lot of wins where they just sort of fall ass backwards into them too. And in terms of contention, look, it all obviously depends on health, but you can sort of see a team like this sort of putting it all together and at least making, you know, second round of the playoffs. Like, shit, they could be a top three seed. It's awesome. I love this Pelicans team. Hey, uh, Jimmy, we're Boston's woes overblown. Yeah, nah, look, when you got that much talent... Yeah, they might have been a bit overblown, but you still lost your fucking coach who was the bloke who like kicked your asses all into gear. You lost his top assistant, Will Hardy, who goes off to uh, Utah. So I don't think the woes were overblown. I just think what we might have underrated is just how good Tatum and Brown are. And if you throw in like a actual adult in the room, like our Presidente Malcolm Brogdon on the court, and if Grant Williams hits shots, <laughs> that might be the biggest difference, I'm just saying. And are the Knicks just not going to be bad this year, Jimmy? Yeah, nah. Nah, I don't think they will be. I think they're, like, they've uh, cruised to another win. Well, a win, sorry, against Detroit, and um, which we'll talk about in a couple of days. I mean, they're up 115.92 as I'm recording. I just think Brunson sort of, this is the exact sort of vibe, right? Like Brunson comes in gives them just like a sense of confidence in what they're doing. Another sort of talk about adults in the room. Like Brunson's young, but he's good. You've got RJ, you've got Randall. So there's talent on that team. Cam Reddish is not having a great one in this one, but you've got dudes off that bench, like Emmanuel quickly, obviously D Rose, who can just sort of get your buckets. And if you've just got enough to tide you over, you should be all right. Unpopular opinion of the day. Now look at me, please. Look at me. Look at me, look at me, look at me. I do not like Miami this year at all. Just saying. I just, ugh. Like, Butts is going to do Butts things. Bam, is going to do Bam thing. There goes, there goes my hero, Tyler Hero. On the starting lineup, just, it's kind of, it feels like the lack of quality across the rest of that roster is going to bite them in the ass at some point. Just keep an eye on them. I'm just saying. 
What about the Sixers as well, Jimmy? Are they fucked? Yeah, look, to be honest, they might be. Harden and Embiid. Look, at some point, we're going to have to like acknowledge that everywhere that James Harden goes, everyone fucking hates the guy, right? Hey, man, this is my team. I'm just here to win. Okay, well, can you stop jacking up all these shots and like maybe get your big man MVP candidate, Joel Embiid, involved? <laughs> I'm just asking. <laughs> just asking, mate. All right, what about Outback Takeout? Should we do that? It's Saturday, and our back, and you know what that means? All right, drinks for the boys. That's right, four-for-one oil drum cans of icy cold Foster's Lager. That's right, it's horse piss in a can. But we're not going to tell you that, you dumb yanks. Suck up those giant cans full of icy cold Foster's Lager to go with your flame grill takes. And today's flame grill take is... Fuck Victor, Victor Wimbenyama. Paolo Bencaro is a better fit for Orlando than the big Frenchman anyway. And Orlando going to make the play-in tournament only at Outback. I'll tell you what, I half believe this because I think you look at someone like Wicta, Wictor Wembenyama, you're going to like completely change your entire team around him, etc. Um, whereas Paolo just sort of does shit and he's just good. So they're going to lose the Hawks today, but... You know, Paolo still got out there, 18-11. Franz Wagner, hello, he's good. Wendell, like, they're just a solid team. And I think as they sort of get through this season, they're going to get better and better and better. And Paolo, you'll have that moment where you go, fuck, is he just, like, already one of the top 30 NBA players? Like, yeah, well, I guess he is. All right, good stuff. Uh, we'll take a quick break. Be back with Australian Player Watch right after this. This is Luke Longley. You're listening to NBA Australia. Oh, riggedy. Right, let's do an NBA Australia Australian player watch. Oh, it's good to be back. Tell you what, big Simo Ben Simmons, playing his heart out. He and Patty in this uh, Nets-Raptors game at the moment, enjoying that. Uh, but Simo, as mentioned, fouled out in that uh, 23 minutes against the Pels. Got the four points, five rebounds, five assists. Three turnovers. You know, you'll get back in there. He's got 6, 10, and 8 in this uh, Raptors game. We'll talk about that in a couple of days. But anyway. Um, Paddy Thrills, Paddy Mills in that Pals game. He had 16. He was the only other net that really stepped up outside of KD. He had four threes, five or ten from downtown. It's good to see Kyrie actually popping off in this Toronto game as well. God, Brooklyn just looked that much better if he's actually playing half decently. But Paddy Thrills doing good stuff. And always going to enjoy that because... Just give me the Patty Mills. All the Patty Mills I, I can have, I want. All over it. And in the uh, Raptors game, just, you know, so I don't forget about it in a couple of days' time, he's gone 2 of 5. 2 of 4 from downtown. 4 free throws, 10 points, a plus 14. As soon as he's touched the floor, they've looked good. Uh, speaking of touching the floor, Aussie Matty T hasn't gotten out there yet for the Sixers. Uh, not ideal, but, you know. Doc Rivers, he's the coach. Not a giant surprise there that Doc Rivers is making boneheaded decisions. And, uh... Oh, Siakam with the... Oh, he got fouled. 108, 104. Uh, Josh Greeny Green got out there against that Suns team for the Mavericks. Played 18 minutes. He went 1-2 at the free throw line. Four rebounds. Two assists, a block, and a steal, though. Love that one turn over one point. Greeny. Love to see him. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how much run he gets this year with the uh, return of Tim Hardaway, the lesser. Giddy up. Giddy up. He was really good, Josh Giddy, in that first game against the uh, Timberwolves. 14 points, 11 rebounds, four assists, two blocks... Four turnovers, two of seven from downtown. The shot's looking pretty good, though. Six of 14 overall. Uh, excited to see how he goes the rest of the season. Jack White up there for Denver. 
Hasn't gotten out there yet in the regular season game. Might get out there today. You never know. Uh, and rock him, sock him, block him, jock him, big cock, jock Landale. Huge game against Dallas. Seven points, two rebounds and a block. Four fouls, two or five from the floor. Two, oh, or two from downtown. But that's a hell of a ten minutes worth of work for big cock jock. I'll tell you that much. And, of course, our man King Daly uh, hasn't gotten out there for Sacramento yet either. So, And Jingles was out there courtside. It was pointed out to me that uh, out there in the Milwaukee Bucks, Jingles rehabbing his ACL, not wearing the cons. Maybe the uh, doctor's like, yeah, look, a shoe that doesn't have any like support for your, uh, <laughs> for your foot's probably not a great idea, Joe. So he's in the, the Jordans. But um, anyway, good to see Jingles just courtside hanging out. All right, what about a Shane Hill shooter shoot, shoot your shot, light them up award. Oh, just I've missed this one too. What do you reckon? Give us some Shane Hill. Praise the Lord for I'm healed. It is the Shane Heal. Shoot his shoot. Shoot your shot. Light him up award. Oh, I've missed that too. Uh, this is going to go the opposite way to how we usually go with the Shane Heal shoot his shoot. Uh, the Lakers are shooting 22% from three so far this year. Uh, LeBron's out the guy. Yeah, we don't exactly have any lasers around here, do we? So, no. No, you don't. <laughs> yeah. Tough scene. 19 of 85 from downtown in the two games. That is literally the worst percentage by any team team through two games in NBA history with a minimum of 60 attempts. Obviously, Rusty goes 0 for 11 from the field, 0 of 6 from 3. The craziest part is, in terms of the Shane Hill shoot a shoot, shoot a shot, uh, Rusty's done this before. He's the first player in NBA history, though, to go 0 for 11 or worse, in two games more than a decade apart. He did it a decade ago. Um, he hasn't actually gone over since 2016. He went over 3 against Dallas. He was booted in the second quarter. But that is just some impressive non-shot making, isn't it? You love to see it. Anyway, uh, righto. Let's move along. Patty Miller's Game Day Ball Game Day Twitter check-in. Always love it. There you go. The Nets won that one against the Raps. That is crazy. That's a huge win. So within a couple of days' time, but... Tell you what, they needed that one or else it might have been your ass's grass, bruv. It's Kyrie or somebody. Uh, Patty Mills, Patty Thrills. Talk about blokes just out there living their best life. It's always going to be baller Pat because we love him. And what he does is just come out, rep everybody, look like a fucking legend, and roll. So Patty is just out there with the uh, sick Brooklyn stuff. Year 14, be where your feet are. Like dust. Fucking great little video. Go check that out on his Instagram. Love to see it. Right. Let us do some picks. Uh, we went, if you want to check out the picks, we went, I believe, 9 of 15 to start the season across those first three days. Jesus. And that's all against the spread as well. We changed uh, sixes to bucks plus four. Uh, we had, what was the other one? that? There was another one that changed, I think. We had Houston plus 10, and that actually hit as well. I think that might have been the only other change from the uh, when we actually recorded to what we actually put on. <laughs> what do you reckon? Uh, let's see if there's any odds. Now, this is always going to be the tricky part when we uh, you know, are trying to do uh, picks and looking at odds because you never know what you're going to be able to get. So we might have to do a bunch of head-to-head uh, for the next couple of days. Um, so let's do that. So, if we bring up the schedule, we'll do all the games through to the end of Monday. 
and pick them for you. Sound like a good plan? Good. Righto. Tomorrow we have San Antonio, Philly. Philly going to win that one. Um, so we'll take Philly head-to-head. Indy, Detroit. Detroit should have no hassles there. Even on a back-to-back, they should be all right. Boston go to Orlando. Boston should win that one. Fresh as a daisy against an Orlando team on a back-to-back. Miami, Toronto. Miami need to win that one. Toronto off a back-to-back in Brooklyn. Tough fought game down the stretch. Miami coming off what appears to have been, yep, a seven-point loss to Boston. Poof, Miami off to an 0-2 start. They're going to need that one. So give me the haters. Oh, I just don't like that. No, I'm going to have to go Toronto. There's too many athletes, too much length for that Miami team at the moment. Cleveland go to Chicago. Can the Cavs get on the board? Yes, Cleveland in Chicago win that one. Milwaukee beat Houston. Uh, Memphis, Dallas. Oh, that is a tasty matchup. Uh, Give me the Mavs. I think they'll pull that one together. Denver, OKC. I'll take the Nuggets at home against OKC. Just a sheer charge of jokers should be fine. Clippers, Sacramento. That is a great one too. Might go the Clips on the road up there in Shacktown. It's, it's very Sacramento to have like all the hype going into the season and start off 0-2, isn't it? Portland, go to the Lakers. Oh, God. I have to go to the Blazers just because that would be fucking hilarious. That's at 6.30 a.m. on Monday. Charlotte, go to Atlanta. Atlanta going to be off to a 3-0 start. Exciting times. Cavs will beat the Wizards. Uh, Utah, go to New Orleans. The Pals will keep on rolling. They'll be 3-0. OKC host Minnesota. They just played. The Mini Wolves will win that one too. Sacramento, Golden State. Oh, no. Sacramento are going to be on 3 because the Warriors will win that. And Phoenix Clippers. I'll take the Suns in that one with the Clippers on a back-to-back. And uh, then we'll basically we'll probably try to do a show for Monday for you to wrap up the weekend and set you up for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday next week. Sound good? Good. Great. Love it. That's it. So we're 9 or 15 already to start the season. I'll take that. It's a good start, bro. It's a good start. Right. Anything else? Nothing? Good? Gone? Done? All right, pack her up, boys. Better go pay attention to the fam. Uh, righto. That's it. Done for today. Uh, and that's the way this is going to go this this year. Uh, I know if you can cast your mind back three and a half years ago when uh, we had the first squid, uh, we're doing two to three shows a week. I think we'll try to keep that up for the time being. I'll just try to slot in NBA Australia when I can around having a four or five-week-old and uh, send us all your dad gear or your dad tips. I love a bit of dad strayer. It's always great to hear from everybody out there going, yeah, Jimmy, it's fucking, it's a bit crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Two's just fucking so much more work. You go from a double team to one-on-one defense. It's just fuck. Yeah, that's it. Uh, NFL Australia with myself and Gaz. Uh, that's out still each week as well. Our schedules are a bit fucky between Gaz and I at the moment too, but we'll keep on keeping on. And uh, go get some merch. Go check out Code, well, Get the merch from nbaaustralia.com slash shop or just buy it on the uh, on the old socials. Come on, i got to get rid of that shit. It's in the squid room. <laughs> Poor little guy. Uh, check out CodeBet. That's where I work. A bunch of good stuff. And big thanks go to From Oslo for the intro and outro song they rule and so do Joshua Delorantis. Fascinated. Gold, my Dram, Shackle Army, Iowa Section, Green, Green, Green and Dozers. You hear them all the way through the show. Smash them all on Bandcamp, Triple J and Earth, Basie, Apple Music, Spotify. How are you? Follow your bands and do all your good stuff. That's it. Good shit. Remember, NBA Australia Sports Australian Bands. All right, we'll catch you probably on Monday, you dickheads. See how we go. And we'll close today with a very, very brief diary of Stephen Adams because why not? It's been too long. All right, we'll catch you when we catch you, you dickheads. This is NBA Australia saying, look out for yourselves and later. Ah!
Kia ora, Bruce. It's John Peel. Stephen Adams here, eh? Uh, just swinging by to write in my diary for the first time this season, eh? Uh, so here goes, dear, dear diary, Brew. That's me, Brew. Stephen Adams, eh? Oh, but you knew that, Brew, because you're my my diary, eh? You know, I'm a deep, dark secrets man. Like how I haven't got a dunny in my new house here in Memphis. I just got a hole out the back, Brew, but it's fine. Don't tell anybody. It's probably against city ordinance, eh? But anyway... Oh, the Grizzlies, Brew. We've just had a fun start to the season, eh? It's just been going on and on and on. I'm loving being near Jar. But, Brew, I'll tell you right now that you shouldn't spend too much time with that fella. He's just a bit too full on all the time. It's like you see him on the court trying to dunk on dudes all the time, eh, Brew? And it's like, if you take that off the court, guess what? He's always trying to do that too. It's like, oh, I'm going to race you to the bus, Devin. And I'm like, oh, Brew, I can't be bothered. I'm much bigger than you, eh? So I'll just put him in a bit of a headlock, and he's like, all right, that's it, we're wrestling. I'm like, oh, no, Brew, this is like how I go with all my, like, 27 brothers and sisters, eh? So I pinned him a couple of times because I'm pretty good at wrestling, eh? And I'm a bit bigger than him, and it sort of got him a bit upset. So I had to buy him some sarsaparillas and stuff, but we're all good now, eh? But either way, I'm excited about the new season because I cooked my uh, new season hungry for everybody the other day, Brew, and they were all like, oh, Stephen Brew, this is delicious, eh? I love your hungies, Brew. And I'm like, oh, Bruce, I love you, eh? That's what this is all all about, eh? Food food is love, eh? So sweet as. So here's to a, here's and cheers to our great new season. I'm really stoked. I'm really excited. Let's get into it, eh? Cheer, cheer. Love. Stephen Adams, eh?